Good morning, good morning, and a happy Monday. Hope you had a restful weekend. Welcome to today's episode of Morning Well. Three things that we will talk about. Last week, Dow outperformed the Nasdaq by the widest margin since 2002. The week ahead and quarterly 13F filing starts Monday. Big election and vaccine news opened last week, but investors didn't seem to have a super clear picture yet of what it all meant for markets. Another solid rise in the Dow Jones Industrial Average rounded out the best two-week stretch for the blue chip stocks in several months. The Dow added nearly 1,200 points last week, or about 4%, capping off by a 1.4% rise on Friday. However, the tech-heavy Nasdaq Composite finished the week slightly lower, down 0.6%, despite a gain on Friday. The broad S&P 500 index ended higher just by just about 2.2%. Over the five days, all eleven sectors on the S and P five hundred were positive on Friday, with energy and industrial stocks among the best performing sectors. Tech stocks regained some lost ground. Cisco went up seven point one percent after its earnings beat Wall Street projections. Palantir Technologies jumped about eight point four percent after data analysis company raised its revenue outlook late. Thursday and posted better than expected sales in the first quarterly report since it went public in September. Last week, the Dow outperformed the Nasdaq by the widest margin since 2002. Among the biggest losers were companies that benefited from the stay-at-home trade. Amazon and Facebook both fell by 5% last week, while video conferencing firm Zoom Video fell about 19%. Winners included Chevron, which gained about seventeen percent in its best week since two thousand eight. Pharmacy chain Walgreens Boot Alliance also increased by about fourteen percent. Smaller stocks, which have which were hammered by the coronavirus sell-off in March, rode back. The Russell two thousand has gained thirteen percent this month, and it closed at a record high on Friday for the first time in more than two years. Despite stocks' overall gain. Judging by the bond market, investors weren't committed to bet on a stronger economic recovery. If you look at the benchmark ten-year Treasury yield, uh, it did rise about seven basis points uh, for the week to about zero point eight nine, but uh, they fell back sharply from a high watermark of about zero point nine eight, which was set on Wednesday. In other markets, Euro stock six hundred ended the Friday roughly flat. Major Asian equity benchmarks were also lower. Japan's Nikkei two two five fell about zero point five percent, while Shanghai Composite dropped point nine percent. Some Chinese stocks fell sharply after President Trump on Thursday had signed an order barring Americans from investing in companies deemed to help China's military intelligence and security services. China's three main telecom operators were among the hardest hit, with shares from China Mobile, China Unicom, and China Telecom uh, retreating about five percent in Hong Kong trading. The week ahead, Pfizer and BioNTech anticipate having two months of FDA-requested safety data this week. Smooth results would pave the way for companies to apply for authorization potentially even this month. AstraZeneca and University of Oxford also expect more trial data soon. Earnings are winding down. Walmart and Home Depot are big hitters on Tuesday, followed by Lowe's and Target midweek. Some other companies that we'll be looking out for would be Tyson Foods, Nvidia, Baidu, and Tyson Crew. 
On the corporate credit side, Wall Street dealers expect about 25 to 30 billion in US investment grade issuance. There are also at least 13 leveraged loans for more than 9 billion due this week, including Inspire Brands offering to help finance its acquisition of Dunkin' Brands. US retailers, factories and home builders were probably resilient in October. Retail sales due tomorrow may show a solid but slower rate of spending, while industrial production could should grind out again. Housing starts are also expected to increase. We'll also be looking out for Chinese activity numbers. Chinese activity numbers could show the economy continued its post-pandemic rebound in October, even as recoveries in trading partners trailed. Industrial output growth may have slowed slightly to still healthy 6.7% on year from 6.9%. A longer than usual holiday break may have boosted retail sales growth to about 5% from 3.3%. Lastly, the quarterly ritual that is the 13F filing begins on Monday. Tech holdings will be one to watch along with the investments in Asian companies given the ongoing tensions with China. Also, any delistings following and group stalled IPO is something that we will look for. The paperwork may offer a glimpse of funds conviction on gold and the companies that mine it as well. One development from last quarter, a controversial plan to allow most hedge funds to keep their stock investment secret has been shelved. That's the update. Stay safe and healthy. Have a lovely week ahead and I'll speak to you tomorrow.